Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Brendan Escott, Cam Moon with you for the next half hour here on 630 Chad. You want to keep in touch, you can do so on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue. They're open Monday to Saturday. That number is 780-496-0063. We're chatting right now with our headliners today for Wilhawk Beef Jerky, Kurt Hill and Luke Pierce from the Edmonton Oil Kings. We're just talking about uh, one of the or a couple of the events coming up out of town. You've also got the uh, Bob McGill Cup coming up on Labor Day Monday, the annual uh, red-white game, I guess, a pretty important one for the evaluation, as we've been discussing, uh, of, a, of a younger team, simply put. So is this, I guess, the first action that you'll see in them exhibition-wise against one another? Yeah, essentially that's, we'll be paired down to just over 40 guys by that point from, you know, a larger camp of close to 70. So um, it's some some years you have some older guys sitting out and just wanting to see a bunch of the younger kids. But I think this year it's important for us to, like I mentioned, get guys up and running. So Monday's game... uh, it should be a pretty intense affair, and it's a great opportunity for us to recognize, you know, Bob McGill and the family as a legendary Edmonton, you know, hockey and and sports enthusiast and and longtime scout. And uh, so it's a it's a matinee game. I've got eleven fifteen here, downtown Community Arena, and uh, it's free for the public to attend as well. So if you're listening, you're interested, you got a ticket already. You just got to show up and uh, see. I guess your first glimpse at what the uh, this year's edition of the Oil Kings are, are going to look like. At training camp. Uh, when does that start? We'll open up on uh, Wednesday with some orientation okay. for our young players uh, for the for the new draft picks in the 08s, and then everybody hits the ice on uh, Thursday the 31st, and it'll be a jam-packed uh, three, four days. And again, open to the public, encourage people to come out and, and watch and see the future of uh, not just this year's team, but uh, the years to come. There's some pretty exciting names in that pool. Part of that for sure is going to be uh, Joe Aginla, the guy you took with the uh, first round pick in this year's Bantam draft. I don't need to introduce him. We all know the last name, certainly. But uh, what about the player, Kurt? I'll pose this to you. What about the player really intrigued you and, and forced that selection? 
Yeah, I think just watching Joe play last year, like myself and Michael Chan, our entire scouting staff, like he, when he's out there, he you can see the confidence that he plays within his game. He's a he's very responsible and and in both ends, he's got that leadership ability, like clearly. Um, and you know the competitive nature is probably the one thing that really put him over the top when we got down to it. And you know, there's years where you you really feel like you need you need a skill guy, but this you know Joey has got a lot of skill. But one thing that puts him over the top is his compete level and that leadership element. So uh, we're super excited to to have him at camp here this week. And um, but at the same time, I mean, probably the theme of this the conversation today is it's <laughs> I always tell our young players like when you get to this league, it's it's not an easy league, and that's going to be us doing everything we can with our development staff to to make sure he's ready to to come in and have a good transition but also um, have a role when he's a young player because when you're a young player uh, you need to earn the the trust of the coaching staff and Luke here and Serge and you know the more trust that you can get the more of a role you can find uh, your minutes go up and you become a big part of things quickly when do things get started here for your scouting staff for the for the upcoming season of prospects that you'll be watching i would think that whether it be uh minor hockey or or academy hockey that gets going pretty soon i would think the scouts will be heading into a rink sooner than later yeah you know there's a couple events over the summer like some of the the provincial camps that take place that uh you know some of our our scouts took part in um all the scouts are coming here to training camp we take the opportunity to have some meetings with them and our coaching staff combined just to you know make sure we're all on the same page with the direction we're going in um but in the sense of when they really kick off the minor hockey season it's kind of that last weekend of september i think it's the first academy weekend where there's some showcases and that and then um there's never a dull weekend. It seems like there used no. to be one event every weekend. Now there's about five with all the leagues and yeah. uh, all the showcases that take place. So it's uh, it's a busy season for those guys. And tell me about the season seats uh, thing you guys have going on with the Oil Kings, Kurt, because uh, it seems like a pretty darn good value here when you break down the numbers. And uh, obviously everyone's looking for a good value when it comes to live sports these days in the hockey world in particular. Yeah, well, you know, I got kids at home right now that are two and four, so it's. Uh, I think if there's any family-friendly entertainment in the city, I've probably done it over the course <laughs> of the summer here and, and the winter. But, uh, yeah, you know what? They do such a great job uh, at the Oil Kings games. It's, it's such a family atmosphere, and, um, you know, whether that be any game or on Sundays where it's really family-friendly and they have the bouncy castles and face painting and everything, it's a great day to be at the rink. But, you know, right now, uh, Kevin Radomski and his team's done a great job. I think season seats right now are... Um, Two ninety nine for the for the entire season, so I I think equals out to about nine bucks a game for for you to come <laughs> watch unreal. the entire season of uh, Edmonton Oil Oil Kings hockey, and then there's a couple levels you can go up at a three ninety nine price and a nine ninety nine price that gives you a little bit more of the bells and whistles and uh, some of the extra events that take place over the year. But you know if you're just looking to get out to the rink a lot and uh, taking some Oil King action this year, two ninety nine can get you to every game. Yeah, that, and every game almost is is something new in terms of a. Th- theme night or an awesome jersey you guys are wearing like that is so much a part of of the experience when you're going to check out a western hockey league game these days and and uh you know you guys as a as a program have really leaned into this certainly with the likes of radomski and and uh, that sort of thing at the helm so um yeah i just as far as a cheap ticket in town goes nine dollars that's not even going to get you into an aj game i'm sorry (laughs) no it's it's a very good deal and and kevin radomski and the entire staff should be commended I thought last year, especially in the second half, 
there were some really fun nights at the rink where the crowd is is loud. They're into it, or whether you do. And well, of course, there's always the uh, the hockey hooky day. That's loud, <laughs> really, really loud day. Um, it's they did a great job of making it uh, fun at the rink and and having that uh, that excitement level. And when you've got a lot of kids in the rink, it is going to to move up. And whether that's a Friday night, Saturday night, or Sunday afternoon tilt. Um, I thought they did a really good job. And that's got to be helpful for the coaches and for the players to be in that type of atmosphere. Absolutely. There's some times where, I mean, we're all traditional hockey guys, and there's some ideas that come across my desk that (laughs) you shake your head. I don't know. I I think there's one night this year where Kevin wants our guys, you know, just coming down the hallway with Elvis glasses on and like I, <laughs> I, I, I just love it. I just sit back and kind of roll my eyes and say okay whatever you need from us because the world's changing I mean it's yep. an entertainment game and I, we were talking off air a little yep. bit about the Edmonton Riverhawks and I just went to some of those games this year and to see that excitement and enthusiasm and um, you know it's there's not a lot of hockey purists maybe that are that are attending so any way that we can provide a, a couple hours of solid entertainment is is uh, is fantastic and sometimes you've got to kind of swallow your pride a little bit and figure out what jersey we're wearing today and who are you looking at but yeah. it's it's a great opportunity <laughs> I, I gotta ask you what it was like last year to coach against Connor Bedard and not only in the atmosphere that that would have created how are you going about uh, talking to your players the guys that are going to match up against him what was that like for you as a coach Luke yeah that, you know what I'll give Connor uh, a ton of credit because I thought his game evolved tremendously last year and um, we obviously had a very elite team the year before and managed to find ways to contain him you know with the older players and the Caden Gooleys and Simon Kubitschek's Logan DeHoneyx and those guys but this year at the start of the year I still saw some of the same tendencies and then he came back he played us here at Christmas and I thought oh my <laughs> this is a whole nother level um, he had added you know the the distribution part to his game, the change of pace, and I've never seen a player advance that much in such a short period of time. And I think that speaks to probably the work that he put in, but uh, you know what he's probably going to be capable of at the next level as well. And that game, that game that you speak of. That was on the back end of their BC road trip. Like they had played in Prince George after they had done the whole tour and had a, an Oil King game on the way home. If there was one he was going to mail in, that could have been it. But he would. I, I was at that game. It was unbelievable. Yeah, and I think a lot of times too. You mentioned that. I think we almost. I think they talk about it in Toronto in the NHL how so many people from there they show up there and they play so well and I think this we see the same thing here in Edmonton it's yeah. it's a marquee place to play so it's not just about watching the Oil Kings it's there's so many elite caliber players that are coming into this building and this if they're ever earmarking a night that they want to put on a show it's here so it's tough for us sometimes, yep. but great for the fans. Um, easier to recruit players to a destination that has the facilities that you guys do. I would w- really imagine that in terms of what you're, uh, you know, Prince Albert certainly doesn't have the luxury that you guys do to play out of the same rink uh, for the Oilers and that sort of thing. What does that mean when you're trying to draw players here, keep players here? Um, what kind of advantages do you guys reap from that setup? Well, I think every 
every team in the league has their distinct advantages of what the, what that looks like, whether it's a small market or a big market. But yeah, obviously for players that are coming through our draft or you know once they're drafted, it's. Uh, it's a pretty surreal when you walk in these these doors for the first time here in Edmonton, and you know the best player in the world is just down the hall from you. It's the <laughs> the guys are pretty starstruck right away, and you know you can't wipe the smile off their face. But you know with that there comes added pressures of being here and and playing in front of big crowds every night and expectations of you know what this organization has done since it's come back. It's uh, such a championship culture here, so um, I think the players have high expectations here on what that schedule looks like and what we expect out of them on a day to day basis but you know I think where the advantage comes in is for guys those players that you have on your team that are you know are are really hungry and are going to have opportunities to move on to pro they get to live around that every day whether they get to watch the Oilers pregame skate or practice or visiting teams come in or just see how these these guys handle themselves at the rink and the interviews and everything they do you know, I think it, it does those guys such justice, the neighbors and the Gunthers of the world of when they eventually move on. I think they have a, a little bit of a leg up on some other guys that haven't seen that. It seems like exposure to that kind of thing is is a tremendous asset, whether your dad has the last name and played in the league, like Joe Aginla, for example, or whether you're just even down the hallway from an NHL team to get to walk past and look at the team pictures, that sort of thing. It seems like that that kind of environment just being you know saturated in it can really help accelerate players no certainly it can and that's that's exactly what i was referring to and i you know even other players that you know maybe aren't going to move on when they come and um it's easy for you as an organization to set standards and and really set messaging on what the expectation is here in edmonton for us and um that culture right now in that building with what the oilers are wanting to do and and the success that our team's had here it's uh it's a pretty special place to be and show up and we're fortunate to get to work there every day right now I would think from uh, the coach's point of view, having the DCA attached to Rogers Place and whether it's the Oilers or the Oil Kings, what a tremendous advantage. Even if there's uh, concerts coming through or, or whatever and the building's busy, you're still practicing on site. Yeah, it's, I mean, I know what some of the other teams around the league have to go through and especially you know our neighbors down in the south there in Calgary I mean they're moving in a different building it seems like every day to practice so it's you're right and Kurt hits it on the head I mean we're so fortunate and lucky to to show up there to work every day and I think like all people we sometimes find ways and things that we want to complain about but it's (laughs) in reality we're you know yeah we're the luckiest coaching staff and and group of players uh in junior hockey in the country not just here in the Western League so I'll ask you guys this as we start to, to wind things down here with uh, Luke Pierce, Kurt Hill of the uh, the Edmonton Oil Kings. Uh, looking at the division, which you're going to be contending in this year, can you kind of handicap things for us? What you guys are uh, projecting? Saskatoon, I suppose, will be another good team this year. Um, you know, Red Deer is always pesky to get past. What are, you, what are you eyeing up in the East? I'll start with you, Luke. Yeah, I think it's going to be um, I, different than other years where there was there's probably no real clear cut heavy heavy favorite but you're right I mean Saskatoon I think is uh, looking to take steps and you know Brandon's probably looking to take some steps and Moose Jaw um, our division itself though with it just seems like maybe everybody took a little bit of a break when our team was so good <laughs> and now they're all really good yeah. so it's like you know, there's not going to be an off night in the central division I mean Medicine Hat 
did a tremendous job last year with their growth and improvement, and they've got a really good, young, exciting team. Red Deer, again, older team, going to be heavy, physical. Lethbridge, same idea. Calgary's really starting to, to grow and improve. And then, you know, the one maybe sleeper a little bit that people could overlook is the Swift Current Broncos. I think they would be the first to admit that they maybe underachieved a little bit last year, and they're, they're going to be a very hungry team with a lot of talent. Do they stay in the Central with Winnipeg moving to Wenatchee? Just for the season, just okay. when, when the move happened, we were pretty far along the scheduling. Gotcha. And everybody agreed that, uh, yeah, they'll do the one more season here, and then they're going to move back to the East. Uh, Kurt, what are you most looking forward to about this upcoming campaign? You know, I think it's every year you go into a campaign, it's different. But this year, I, I, I really look forward to, you know, all the players just growing in one, one way or another. I think, you know, They've had five months to train this summer. Like last year, we got done the Memorial Cup. They got six weeks. Like they got five months wow. this year. Um, everyone's got that opportunity to come to camp in the best shape of their lives. So I'm I'm excited for camp, and I'm just excited for everybody to just. We say it every year. We want guys to come and have their their career years, their best years of junior so far, from a statistical and a team standpoint. And I think. Um, you know, I'm excited to see that our, our group be challenged with that and do that. Well, well our, our, our first opportunity, I suppose, is the annual red and white game, as we mentioned, the uh, Bob McGill Cup Monday, uh, September 4th, 11.15 in the morning. So you got the day off anyway with Labor Day. Come on down to the downtown community arena. It is free for you to attend. Kurt, Luke, thank you guys so much for spending some time with us this afternoon. Yeah, thank you, guys. All right, we will press pause one more time. Here on Oilers Now, back to wrap up the show after this. Um. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Just got you all set up for the upcoming Edmonton Oil Kings campaign. Looking to rebound after a rebuilding season last year. Sounds like they've got uh, some of the pieces that they've put in place over the last couple of seasons. Uh, mainly Blake Fiddler. I've been so excited to see this guy come play. They they had a great season and then by luck of the draw in the U.S. priority draft they get the first overall pick and they waste no time on Vern Fiddler's kid. That was a couple years ago. He's been percolating in the States. Now we get to see what he's like north of the 49th parallel and I can't wait me too I I love going to Oil King games I think they have generated a tremendous atmosphere and the fact that the team should improve a little bit this year a year older you're better and then bringing in some players like Blake Fiddler you know like uh, you some you know younger guys coming in 
yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. So it gets going right away. Hockey is just around the corner. It sure is. I can't believe they went from a six months off season last, or pardon me, a six week off yeah. season last year to a five month off season this year. That's a long time, but that's a long time if you're taking it seriously to add weight, muscle wise, agility, to improve your shot, do whatever it is that you need to do. Oilers now injury report brought to you all season long by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. The Oilers entering the season healthy. Evan Bouchard is officially an Oiler for at least two more seasons. The deal being consummated about 53 minutes ago now, officially, although we knew earlier this week it was about to drop. So uh, fear not, Evan Bouchard is back in the fold at $3.9 million for the next two years. Not a bad deal there. Never a bad deal at Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin. And they're known not only because cars cost less in Wetaskiwin, but also because they've got a top shelf service department. They do not forget about you after you purchase a vehicle, and Cam can attest to that. Call Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and let the team at Brent Ridge Ford make you a repeat customer. 780-352-6048, your Ford truck authority on the Auto Mile in Wetaskiwin. Solid group out there at Brent Ridge Ford. We were just there yesterday. Yeah, I was just there (laughs) yesterday. Saw everybody. It was lovely. I might have to pay these guys a visit tonight, and that is the the people at Royal Pizza. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking about it. I, I skipped breakfast today. I've had uh, coffee times two today. Uh, but, uh, yeah, pizza is uh, a good choice. Royal Pizza is even better. It's pizza, pasta, so much more. A menu and a list of their locations available online at royalpizza.ca, or uh, you tech savvy bunch can download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. We're into lean times once again for this day in (laughs) Oilers history. Um, But this this should tickle your funny bone. This day in Oilers history brought to you uh, all season long by New West Travel. Serving travelers since 1979. Book your vacation today at newwesttravel.com. We go back to 1988 because... Brad Hunt is born in Maple Ridge, B.C. Played 21 games with the Oilers between 2013 and 16. He scored one goal, added two assists, and then buggered off as a free agent to Nashville in July of 2016. July of 2022, he signed with Colorado. He played 47 games last year. Did Brad Hunt with the Avalanche, 24 more in the American Hockey League. That is your useless, superfluous fact of the day from Oilers now. And this one in particular brought to you by New West Travel. Okay, great stuff here in, uh, on the WHL front. Tomorrow, we will be joined in studio for an hour by the most energized, happiest son of a gun you've ever encountered. He should probably be a beard oil salesman. Certainly he's not selling you snake oil. I promise you that. Tony Brar from Oilers TV going to spend an hour with us tomorrow afternoon. We'll have time for you as well. And you know we're going to try and wrangle Boosh, right? I don't know what he's up to this summer. If I had $3.9 million to spend, I wouldn't be talking to Brendan Escott either. (laughs) But it doesn't mean I'm not going to ask, so we'll try for him tomorrow. We'll see what we can do. Tonight on 6.30, Chad, you've got Inside Sports. Dave Campbell in the driver's seat of that one. Hope you're not sick of Cam Moon. You're going to hear more from him and from Ottawa Red Blacks color analyst Jeff Avery. Up next, Randy Kilburn's got your global news update. Angela Cocott has, uh, what do they call it down there in Calgary? 
I'll call it afternoons. She's sure. on two to three, and then it's Chelsea on Ched uh, from three to six. Appreciate everybody who's texted in over the course of this show. Brandon and Cam back tomorrow saying so long from the 630 Ched Studios.